All right. Welcome to SASCast. This is Sarah and Amber. Hello, Sarah. <laughs> Sorry, I was crying. Okay, that was the crocodile tears. Well, I told I told Amber last night when I originally watched this for the first, second, third, fourth, fifth times. <laughs> The number that, of times that she has know. a lawyer. I'm making that up a lot. That she has I six actually, lawyers. I, well, six good times. Point. I thought that Lisa was actually, that was genuine. And then I watched it again today because we wanted to make sure that we'd seen that scene over and over again. And now I do think that the reason she was crying, fake crying, was because Heather was genuinely crying. Yes, I know. I think it was so too. And when she started doing that, I literally, I, I don't know. I, listen. Folks know how I feel about Lisa Barlow, so I won't go into it. But I, I thought, I thought was it was fantastic. Fake. I thought it was totally fake. Oh, she was. Let's just okay. We talked about this earlier. Let's rate the women in terms of who was the best. When we say best, most entertaining in this episode to to least entertaining in the episode in order. Okay, so most entertaining to least entertaining to me. Who most entertaining was uh, Lisa Barlow? Yep. Whitney. Yep. Meredith. Yep. Heather, Heather, yeah, Mary, Jenny, yep, exactly right, yeah, right, because right, exactly. Lisa Barlow. So, so let's start with Lisa Barlow. Yes, okay, exactly. So, as everybody knows, they're going to Vail. I have no idea why they're why they were riding in a Mercedes van to Vail for six hours. That looks so uncomfortable on back roads too. I remember when yeah on back they roads actually said it wasn't even on regular interstate. Right, and so it was in that U shaped. So I would rather be in a captain's chair than that setup. Well, it looked like a party bus. Well, yeah. I've seen a Real Housewives and other shows going places in a Mercedes Sprinter van. They have normal captain's chairs. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, they're not in a circular party bus. That looked like one of the, remember they had that party and they had the pole dancing and they were taking Justin up to his birthday? It looked like like that that. exact same van. Yeah, I felt bad for them having to go through that on that road trip. And I I don't know. Really, Mary, you couldn't offer to have them fly? That seems strange. You're taking a private plane off your cult money. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. But (sighs) I'll tell you what, that whole scene when. It was a lot. It was, it was a, a lot. It was so, you know, as, as you, it was a lot. I get it's, it's it. A yes. lot. It was it's a lot. lot. It's a lot. Um, but I, I couldn't even jot down things. It moved so fast last night. It was so I, good. My notes were just trying to keep up with everything. Well, Lisa Barlow calling every what last lawyer. Six attorneys. Yeah. How could you, and, and didn't we hear Heather say, if you have, if you need six attorneys, I don't know. What was it? She says something to the effect of you, you need, you have six attorneys. You have two, two of them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but you definitely don't need six attorneys, but uh, on which watch what happens live. Heather made some great comment. I cannot remember about about the the number of attorneys she had, but so can I just say, why do you think she was freaking out the way she was freaking out? So I have a theory, my theory, and it could be completely wrong, but I told Amber this last night. I wondered if she had some business dealing with Jen, um, like a marketing type of thing with Jen, and that she suddenly got worried that because Jen was doing illegal activities, that she could somehow be involved. I think that's exactly why she called six different attorneys. Well, yeah. And And they said, don't talk to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I wonder as well. I'm, I'm guessing, I'm, you know, it, that may just be, that's total and complete speculation by me. But I did think it was weird 
First off, I'm an attorney and I don't really have six attorneys to call. <laughs> I, there's maybe four attorneys or something. I could name four yeah, yeah. attorneys You're, that, 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 that you work with. Yeah, I'd call, obviously, I'd call the best one. Yeah. 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 I call the best one because she would probably know everything. Yeah. And then I might call a couple others, but I would definitely not be calling six. I know. And then you guys, it was funny when Jen, uh, or when they all started eating Jen's, uh, snacks. Well, Jenny just jumped right into the snacks. And I think, I think, uh, Heather said something to the effect of, um, the, the body wasn't even cold yet and they were yeah. already digging through her stuff. Well, I was thinking about how, uh, Lisa was, she grabbed onto those lifesavers real fast and she's like, Oh, I'll have these. But yeah. Lisa was entertaining from start to finish. She tried to call Stu. First, she called all her attorneys. I don't know if it was in order. Yeah. She called, tried to call Stu. Yep. Um, when Heather said, Should I call up uh Jen right now and tell her that the feds are looking for her? She immediately was like, Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. No. And Heather in the background was saying, Maybe I need to give her a head start. And, and Lisa was like, oh, no, I think that's a bad I idea. Think I thought that was a bad idea. I was yeah. like, I wouldn't be giving anybody. They're going to use all your text messages. Oh, my gosh. Well, she, yeah, you're right. You can't yeah. give somebody a heads up. You can't give head start. And but, then when finally they found out what was going on, um, because Whitney got it on her phone finally. And I we saw and watched What Happens Live that um, they were they didn't have service for at least half that trip. Oh, that's right. When they're driving out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So they find so Whitney finally gets service. She gets probably somebody texted her that that Part report. Report. And then she announces it and says the most famous quote so far of the series. Um, what was it? I have chills. Oh my god, I have chills or something. Yeah, oh my and god. She I showed have her chills. leg. It was funny. Um and chills, they're multiplying. And then they showed Heather, who Amber initially did not think was crying, but she agrees with me. She's crying now. Yeah. Because you could see her shoulders moving. Yeah. You, and you know what? They interviewed her directly afterwards. And I just, there's one thing about Heather. I think she was, you know, really sincerely upset and sad. And she immediately was like the victims, the victims. Yeah. The people. The people. And I was just like, thankfully, somebody on some Real Housewives of whatever are saying it's about the the victims of this lead generation scam, which we have to give Whitney some major kudos well, for knowing how all this scammy scam goes. So don't go there yet, because okay. I was literally sitting here. Oh, my God. I overuse that word more than Lisa Barlow. Yeah. I was sitting here thinking to myself, you know what? Maybe Whitney actually beats Lisa Barlow in terms of entertaining. I don't know. I, I think that Whitney might actually, well, the Lisa Barlow <laughs> fake sobbing um, was really funny. I, that was the first moment in the whole uh, show it's where so I, too. Yeah, I, burst, I burst out laughing. I couldn't believe it. I was, I was like, that was really the worst hard. acting of all time. It was, well, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if she's acting or not, but it certainly was funny. But then when they were talking about, so I was sitting here just now thinking to myself, well, maybe Whitney really was the most entertaining on the show. I don't, maybe not. I, I don't know. Maybe they're tied because Whitney then has to explain to everybody what she was, what, accused, what, Jen, was yeah, what Jen was accused of. And by the way, you guys, uh, she explained it in a way that made yeah. me understand it on a whole new level. I totally agree. And I'm a big Ozark watcher. And so <laughs> that whole money laundering was new to me. And I, I was asking questions. So I had to laugh when Heather was like, yeah, it's strip clubs, it's laundry mats, it's construction. I was cracking up because Wait, that was all on 
Ozark. But you forgot the first part, Amber, which you know a little bit about. Lead when generation. she was explaining lead generation yeah. and how you can buy different uh, well, types of people's information. Well, everybody I, knows you can buy people's information, right? All, everyone knows that. When okay. you opt into something, what what was new to me about that revelation yeah. was that they purposely chose a demographic of vulnerable people. And so it wasn't just about the elderly, right? They They targeted disabled, they targeted elderly, allegedly. And then what really was concerning, and I didn't think about it this way, was they get them on subscriptions and they they do the automatic every month, they renew, renew, renew. And then a population that doesn't, maybe not as internet savvy or doesn't even have access to internet or a computer or doesn't even know how to use it. And I thought, those scumbags. Well, can I ask Such you a question? Scumbags. You know, you have more knowledge about this than I do because you were in marketing, mm-hmm. but how do you, so you, you can actually say, Hey, I'd like to buy uh, leads um, of people between the age of 65 and 75. Like yeah, you can, you can buy that. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's kind of shady how you get like we, so our, our company did lead generation and you filled out your, you filled it out for a, a winning some prize. Right. Right. And like, on the bottom, like you'd be somewhere and you'd on fill the, out something. Yeah. But on the prize. bottom, it would say, do you opt in to have your information on a mailing list? Don't most people put no nowadays? Yeah. Most people do, but you'd be amazed. You'd be amazed. But nonetheless, that was for a car company then to follow up with, you know, ads and promos and stuff like that. And, and certain companies say they don't sell your information, which is true. A lot of companies don't sell your information. Most many companies do sell your information and there's a lot of scum out there. And the group well, that was doing this fall under that definition. Well, remember she's being, and then I would take a step back, but she's being accused of providing leads and then getting kickbacks from when they would scam these people. So if what Whitney said was right, and we'll get into that in a second, but if Whitney, what Whitney said is right, that they would get they got a group they got groups of people in a certain demographic let's say elderly for example and then they're giving them to the scammers who are basically probably selling a fake service or some type of service that they don't need yep you know it doesn't exist and then getting these people on a subscription on their credit card or bank account then jen allegedly would get a kickback yeah whatever they got money like that and that's a ton of money that explains where she's getting all of her money well, that and as Whitney so graciously informed us that the, if you did do like a startup or whatever, and you can what depreciate your your investment or what have you for five years, so you don't pay taxes on it. I mean, there's so many me- there's so many mechanisms to to scam. You know, listen, well, I, I mean, scam. That was how she was suggesting that she was uh, laundering her ill-gotten gains. Yeah, her, yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying. <laughs> If Whitney was a mastermind, and then I asked, oh, like, why does Whitney know yes, this? Yes, right. Why does that. why does Whitney know this? And go ahead, you tell what you told me. So, I think that that's what everybody was asking, right? You watch the show. Whitney suddenly comes out with an extremely detailed explanation of what Jen was allegedly doing in a way that none of us had under ever understood previous to this episode. Because I promise you, I've listened to multiple podcasts, I've read multiple articles, and nobody ever explained it as well thoroughly. and as thoroughly as Whitney did in that one-minute explanation, less than that, that she gave. 
And Amber and I both were thinking, how did she know that? And then it occurred to me. So Justin, her husband, he is a, he was a multi-level marketer in Utah. Vitamins or something. Yeah. There's so many. Or something yeah, like so that. Much vitamins, and you yeah. know, in Utah, that multi-level marketing is, is legal. It is not illegal. And there's, you know, it's just a bunch of marketing truthfully. Pyramid. It's a pyramid yeah. scheme. That's exactly what it is. It's a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. And in many states, those are illegal, but they're, they are legal in Utah. And I said to Amber, well, he's, he was probably walking a fine line between what was legal and what wasn't, but she, that's how I think she knows all that is because that's what he does for a living. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so and I then think, she yeah. has her own company, right? She has well, Wild Rose or Iris. And okay. Let's not overstate be- that. Becky. I don't she know. She sells what body products. That's not where she's getting that knowledge. Hey, listen, I, I'm she's just, getting her knowledge from Justin and maybe he's helping out with giving her that knowledge to get her own customers for her own company. Yeah. But the, I believe that she, remember she worked at the same company you worked at. That's right. That's yeah. Really, that's how they it, met. I believe it was a marketing company yeah, or yeah, it was a pyramid yeah. scheme. Yeah. It was a pyramid scheme. It was a they pyramid. used marketing. Yeah. And I think that's how she totally understands how lead generation and, yep. you know, works. lead nurturing, lead nurturing. I've works. never heard lead nurturing, but I've then heard, I'm not, I'm not that. in the business. I've anymore, definitely so. heard of that. Anyway. So, and then of course they started talking about, well, money laundering. So what, what was she doing to, to wash her money? I'll just call it wash. Yep. And they were talking about contractors or construction and strip clubs and stuff like that. And Amber asked, you want me to say? Yeah. Amber asked, well, how does that work? And I said, well, it's just when there's a lot of money that's going in and out of a business that's not traceable. So if you've got a lot of cash, cash. cash. you can't trace yeah. it. You, you can't say where it's from. You yeah. can't say how much it is. So, I mean, there's other ways to launder money too. Well, and I just, I was like, how do you do, you have to have a partner in crime, right? So you have to have a strip club owner that says, yeah, let's do it. And you, you give me a 30% cut, right? Yeah, that's exactly. kind of thing. So but I thank wonder, gosh for Ozark. And Whitney was suggesting that Jen was starting these LLCs to launder. Yeah. I'm sure she was. I'm sure she was. She was. Well, I also read in an article, I think I read it last night actually, that um, she had offshore accounts. I mean, this idea that the woman could be innocent, I mean, anybody could be innocent, I guess, but she's not. I'm sorry. Allegedly. (laughs) Yeah, right. I mean, she's not innocent, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I was really surprised. So when she was coming, when Jen Shaw was coming out of the federal building, with oh, yeah. the attorney or, and when you, you remember when you got called off <laughs> and, and I said, where's Sharif? He's not with her. Yeah. And I immediately said, he's no dummy. He's not going to be seen with her. I mean, he's a high profile guy at university of Utah. Yeah. He's a high profile coach. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, I don't so know Whitney that. was freaking fantastic. Lisa Barlow was. <laughs> Lisa Barlow was good. Um, wait, but let's keep it. So, so is there anything else that we need to, we'll move on to the, when they all got to veil in a second. Yeah. So then let's talk about Jenny. Cause she was in the van. Jenny was, oh, what I found there. interesting about Jenny was when she was doing her testimonial yeah. confession and she's like, wait a second, wait a second. You know, she's, why are we going to talking about prison? She's just alleged to have this happening. It seems like we're going too far. And I'm thinking to myself, Jenny, duh, she's going to prison. So, so that when they showed that they inter, they uh, interspersed that confessional moment of Jenny, basically saying that the ladies were being ridiculous. Yeah. And overreacting, overreacting and that they were kind of being jerks. Actually, that was what her suggestion kind of was. I said multiple times, Shut up, Jenny. Shut up, Jen. Because she was so annoying. She was really annoying. Really? I agree. Jenny, you're super annoying. Yeah. 
Um, you didn't bring anything to the to the party there in the van. Matter of fact, I think she said it's just a charge. Yeah, she did. She said it was just, just a, a charge. charge. Guess what, Jenny? Yeah, I mean, you I wanted agree. just a charge, Jenny. Well, okay. Guess what, Jenny? People don't show up with multiple uh, factions of the United States government to arrest you right. if it's <laughs> just a charge. Yeah, this isn't a DUI. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's so crazy. Get a grip, Jenny. Get a grip. Did you see her drinking that? Was it was it ginger ale? I think it was thing? a it was, soda. It was pretty funny. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. And she was eating all... They, God, they eat a lot of garbage. They eat hands. a lot of garbage. It doesn't... You know, they are always eating candy and stuff like that. Well, I would have eaten those Doritos. Or yeah. Cheetos or whatever Cheetos. they were. Cheetos. They were yeah. the crunchies, I think. But uh, they didn't have many savory. And I'm savory. Person. You're a savory. I'm a, I'm a sweet. I, I can't eat... I can barely eat, um like, a couple pieces of candy. I am not a big candy lover as I am like chocolate chip cookies, for instance. Well, as Amber well knows, I have a weird enzyme issue with my breath. When when I eat sugar, anything that has sugar. All all bets are off and I'm five feet away. Yeah. When I eat sugar, there's some Mm -hmm. enzyme in my, in my saliva, I'm guessing. It causes my breath to smell horrific. It's horrific. Even I can smell it. My, I can smell my own breath. Yeah. And you saw that Whitney was mentioning that her breath was horrible when yeah, going, yeah. <laughs> and then she came and tried to hug Whitney. Well, remember and, then, then Whitney, and then Whitney she, said that her breath was bad. Whitney Cheetos. was holding Heather on one side, bringing in Lisa. Lisa. Remember, they hate, used to hate each other. Bring in Lisa to cry. And then Jenny kind of comes in like, oh, Jenny didn't care one bit. But she, me, just, yeah. me. she decided she needed to get in the little hug, hugging yeah. group. And I was like, no, you don't, Jenny. Shut up, yeah. Jenny. Um, but yeah, back to, uh, yeah. I, I don't know why I brought the breath other than Whitney did say her breath was bad and they were eating a bunch of garbage. So no wonder that the breath was okay. bad. Okay, let's move on to the house. The well, veil. Wait, is there, did we, I, I don't think that we've gone through everything that happened in the van, did we? So, so Lisa called the, Six attorneys. Six attorneys. Yeah. Heather was, oh, Heather did try to call Jen multiple times. Yep. Um, they tried to call Stu. Right. Whitney called uh, Justin to text Sharif and he didn't call. She, Lisa talked to John and he didn't get a hold of, nobody got a hold of anybody. Yeah. Nobody got a hold of anybody. Yeah. It was a six hour drive. Okay. Yeah. So then let's just flash back briefly to when Meredith was taking her dumb tour of the house that she was staying in her go-go in her boots and a hot pink. And her dress that yeah. was too short. And are shoulder pads still in? Because I knew they were in last year, but I, I thought, are they not going out yet? Because she has massive shoulder pads. Well, I listen, I, I can't judge on whether I should be dressing the way that Meredith does. Well, I'm not, I, I'm just asking, is the trend still, did it just get to Utah? Yeah, I'm sure. Because I it's usually <laughs> a few years later. You guys, my mom has a friend. I won't mention any names. And since my mom doesn't listen to this podcast, okay. it won't matter anyway. Nor does her friend, because we only have like nor four does people. Her friend. We have multiple people. We've gotten a lot more downloads lately. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, her friend told my mom that she had read in some like major publication that Utah was always ahead of the game when it came to fashion. And my mm-hmm. mom, like, did she could, choke? Did she almost choke? choked. I, and my mom, you know, is usually quite nice about it. And my mom's like, I won't say her name. Let's say her, the woman's name is Jane. Cause it's not. Okay. She said, Jane, I don't know what you're talking about. Have you looked around? <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> seriously. On. Seriously. So yeah. The idea that shoulder pads are in. Yeah. They might be in, in Utah. Yeah. Are they maybe, might maybe be in. in. So, I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I, I don't know. But, um, so she did her little tour of the house with the uh, concierge. Lady it was, you know, was nice. the, who was that? Was a curator. 
an experienced curator. So you guys, was was that house a rental that yes. they were advertising? Yes. Or was it actually it for sale? It was the Cuvée Avante house. All right, whatever. Yeah. It looked nice. And then, and then Meredith just walks around and hops right in that bath. <laughs> hops right in the bath. She doesn't have a care in the world. Did not have a care in the world. And, and then Mary, Mary shows up. up. So the first thing I'll say about Mary, Mary had no makeup on and she had a terrible wig. And she, her clothes are, her choice is horrific. Well, first, I want to say that Amber and I were both in shock about the no makeup. Yeah, I was very surprised she had no makeup on. I know. I, yeah. It's fine. Do what you want. It is fine. It's a choice. It's a life choice. Yeah. Like, I don't wear makeup anymore either. No, no, no. But no, certainly no. I'd slap a whole bunch of makeup on if I was going to be on, on close up on television. Yeah, I was, surpri- I was, like, I was surprised. I yeah. was surprised. And then her, I, I'm trying not to be a jerk about it, but she took a lot of crap about her horrible wigs last year. And she, I, that was probably one of the worst wigs I've ever seen. I couldn't even believe it. Yeah. Now I'm in more in tune with the wigs. I was just like, Oh yeah. But so, I, so Mary can Watson, I just say, yeah, well, I don't understand. You're taking a bath and, and a bath. That sounds kind of like Meredith. No, it's bath, bath, and bath, bath. and Mary comes in and then Mary's trying to have a, a like a serious conversation and okay. hoping that the bubbles don't dissipate. Okay. But look back up. So Mary comes into the house and she says something like, where are you love? I'm like, really? Like, don't say that. I don't believe for a second Mary's calling Meredith love on anything but television. Right. And I, was she trying to be Real Housewives of New York? I don't know. Luann? I, I don't, don't know, know what was happening. I don't know. So then she's walking around looking for Meredith and Meredith is like, I'm down here. I'm downstairs. Like she was like giving her nasal instructions. And so Mary finally finds her. And of course, Mary is, I was not surprised. She is appalled that Meredith is naked in a bathtub and that no food has been prepared for her. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. Adequate. Adequate. It's terrible. Adequate. You guys, I can't take it. No, she said adequate. She said adequate. Uh, Adequate. Doesn't even matter. Yeah. Mary's, Mary's grammatical issues. Are, they're interesting, right? I mean, there was a, a, a high number in this there episode. Were a high number. And I didn't know if yeah. it was because she was on television and she was nervous. I don't know what's happening. I, and Meredith just kept saying, you know, she wasn't surprised. Things don't add up. Things don't add up. And then she's like, you guys just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she totally did. She totally did. And I was just like, what's what happening? The heck? What's happening right now? You're in a bath. Mary's there. She has no makeup on. You're like, you're not surprised. <laughs> and I'm just like, I just wouldn't have been in the bathtub. Also, can I just say, I have no idea how long she was in that bathtub. But She's got to be wrinkly. She had to been like, not, yeah. she, I, I don't know if that was all for the cameras. Well, but I why? Figure it out. But why? I don't know. Is she I have no trying idea. to get a? Do you think she's trying to get an uh, like a bath bubble? A, deal? Yeah, I wonder if she's trying She'll to get, get one after that. She's gonna. She's yeah. trying to do something and get some kind of some kind of business deal out of this She'll bath, get some, yeah. bathtub thing. Um, and then she, I know she was like showing her knee and like her toenails and her fingernail, whatever. I was like, what is going on? And it did not look comfortable because I was very specifically paying attention. She was having to hold her head up. And you guys, we all know when we get into a bathtub, 
if we can't put our heads back in the bathtub, it's we're not going to, we're not going to stay in there. It's not, it's, it's not comfortable. Yeah. But Mary, of course, had to make the comment that it was bad etiquette or quad or whatever. Etiquette, yeah. And and then, as I said to Amber, I really enjoyed that exchange between Mary and uh, uh, Meredith at that moment because there's a lot of Ramona Singer uh, eyes eyes going on in that shot. It was every two seconds. Mary and Ramona Singer do share the eye feature. The eye feature. Yes. Yes. They look very surprised. Yeah. Maybe surprised. they don't mean when to they're surprised. surprised. I don't know. So I thought it was interesting. I'm going to fast forward just slightly because then everybody comes in. Well, no, no, comes into the house, okay. and then they all start talking to Meredith in the bathtub. And I think it's weird that Meredith is taking a bath in the bedroom that Heather's going to be well, in. Yeah, she's like Heather, Heather, this is your room. I'm like, who is going to go use somebody else's? So you go into the house. We've probably all done it where we're sharing an Airbnb or something with another group. Another, you know, other people. Uh-huh. And would you ever, Amber, think about going into somebody else's signed room and using their bathroom before they use it themselves? Well, no. And if I did, I wouldn't let you know that I did. Well, I wouldn't do it. I, I wouldn't do it either. Room. But I'm just saying I wouldn't sit in it while they came well, and just be like, this is your room. So my guess is this. But why is it Heather's room too? Why? So Mer- probably that was the only uh, I thing that had a bathtub yeah. and the, the master yeah. room that she had is better. But she wanted to take a bath. Yeah. But why did she assign that room to Heather? I mean, that seemed weird. I think it was really weird. She got... so they all pick their rooms at that point. Well, no, let's go back because you you missed something. Okay. So Mary comes in, and it's very clear that Meredith oh is not surprised. Is it's the opposite? I, I believe Mary, excuse me, Meredith, totally had knowledge of something in advance of it happening. It had knowledge of the arrest. I had, no, I don't know what she had knowledge. We can talk about that more in a minute. Well, we'll talk but about that when they're at the even, kitchen table. Even Mary was saying something to the effect of, wow, yeah, Meredith didn't seem surprised at all. Yeah, and can I just say that something too? I think Mary's response was quite interesting to me because oh, I thought to myself, her conscious, yeah. she would have a bad conscious. Yeah, her conscious. Yeah, guess what? But no, I she think, wouldn't because Mary. No, I think men. I think Mary was feeling upset in her stomach because she's thinking I'm scamming people too. Is this going to happen to me next? I totally think. No, that. I'm sure. Are you kidding? I'm sure Mary knows full well that her scam is not illegal. Tell, convincing people to voluntarily hand over their money is not illegal, as Scientologists and every other weird religion can. Yeah, attest that's to. true. That's true. So. But can we go to the uh, kitchen table? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Oh, wait, first we have to talk about the food because I really want to talk about it. Well, the food, you you were hungry when we were watching this and the food looked really good and you kept saying, I want it, I want it. So now we're at the kitchen table. <laughs> we don't well, need to make a scene out of that one. Well, I just wanted the sushi. Okay. And we were at the kitchen table and Mary says she's been, tra- Meredith says she's been traumatized for two years. Her family her business. Her, no, she said this to Mary. Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said this only to Mary in the bathtub. Ooh. She told Mary she'd been terrorized. That's right. Her, That's right. Her, herself, her children, her business had been terrorized and traumatized. Yeah. And for and two years. For two years. So the timing was r- really shocking to us, to Amber and I, because we're thinking two years. It hadn't been two years since they'd been. I mean, that had to been before filming even started. Well, did they know each other before filming started? 
I, I don't see know. that's the question, right? So I don't know anything about that. So, but I, I love, can I just can say I, something? Okay, no, my turn. I like when Mary kept saying, you know, if the FBI is involved, they have facts. They have facts. Well, what she meant is it, evidence. I know, but it was weird. Okay, but can I just say something? I want to do the timing. That's what you got to yell at me for, Amber. Okay. The time, so two years. So they filmed that segment in September a year ago. So 20. it's been a year. Yeah. So it's 2021, November right now. Okay. They filmed Meredith in the bathtub in September 2020. Got it. And she said that she had been tra- terrorized and traumatized for two years. So that means September 2019, September 2018, which is far in advance of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake filming. Oh, I know. So what the hell is she talking about? I don't know, but will we find out? I, I hope so. I hope so. Because I mean, most of us think it's, it has to do with Brooks, right? Because Jen was such a uh, an adolescent and picking on Brooks. Matter of fact, I think everybody should know that every time that we do a podcast, I wear my Brooks Marks sweat, um, sweatsuit. Yeah, it tracks it. And yeah. I will say this. Today, I took the dog on a walk with my bottoms I had a top on too, but my what bottoms were the Brooks Marks um, tracksuit bottoms. The whole outfit, you're saying? Yeah. No, not with the whole outfit. I was just in the bottoms and I had a puffy coat. Oh. And and it was windy when we were, went walk. It was cold. Okay. Nothing cut through these. <laughs> and I literally thought to myself, I really like this high quality. High thread count. High thread count bottoms. I agree. Yeah, there and seriously, I was warm and it was cutting through. I I when I was last in Salt Lake, yeah, I'm still in San Francisco, but when I was last in Salt Lake, I was wearing my Brooks Marks tracksuit outside to walk the dog as well. It was a cool fall day. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, not only am I warm in my Brooks Marks tracksuit, yeah. but I also don't look like a total pig. Yeah. So I'm yeah. gonna give I I'm gonna give Brooksies an opportunity to say, hey Brooks. If you want to be on our podcast and you can be a sponsor, that would be lovely. I feel like that we offer a lot of people to be on our podcast. Nobody, nobody takes it up. Will take us up I know. That. Yeah. Okay. So uh, then flash forward, all the women show up and the first thing they do is go stand next to Meredith in the tub who she seems like she's been in the tub for hours at this point. Yep. And that's when she basically tells them all that she's not surprised and um yeah they, they'll talk about it more but i definitely could see in that moment that the women looked very shocked that meredith was not shocked and even heather said i expected to come into the house yeah. and see meredith on her <laughs> phone or in front of the television trying to figure out what's going on and by the way so would i have yeah I have meredith had no plans on doing that yeah. whatsoever yeah. something is fishy Something is fishy here. No? Yeah. Okay. So then they were at the, they were in the table. So we did that already. Okay. So I'm going to jump because we've kind of covered a lot of this. So I'm going to jump to one thing, okay. which was when, when Mary, when I think it was in the previews for the next week. Okay. When, I think it was Meredith or Lisa saying that Cameron, the guy that died, oh, yeah. had religious trauma because he mortgaged his house and gave Mary $300,000. You guys, I, I just can't. Yeah. That's, so that's the net. 
That's what we're talking about, Sarah. We had the Erica Girardi thing. Girardi thing. Now we have the Jen Shaw thing. And we have Mary coming down the pipeline. Mary's Mary's fraudulent behavior. It's not legally fraudulent, but her behavior is just as bad. As That's Jen coming Shaw's. down the pipeline, isn't it? Because they're talking about yes. on the next episode. Yes, it's coming down. But I, 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 her behavior. So Mary acting like all holier than that. Yeah. And that she, her conscious, her conscious yes. would really be bothered if she were Jen Shaw. And blah, blah, blah coming out of Mary's mouth when she's doing the exact same thing to people. Only it's even worse because she's doing it in the name of God. As far as I'm concerned, that makes it really worse because you're scaring people into, you know, their, their most heartfelt beliefs are being turned against them. Um, and, and they're giving you all the money that they have in the world so that she can rent a private plane and fly to freaking Vail versus taking the van yeah. to Vail. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? You're, you're horrible. You're, you are just as bad as allegedly Jen Shaw is. And by the way, you guys, oh, we didn't talk about this. I can't believe we missed the Meredith in the store. Yeah. No, no. Oh, when the clutch got stolen? Because I want to talk about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so as you all remember, Meredith accused Jen's assistant of going into her 200-square-foot store, and it's true. And the reason I'm out, we've been in it. We've been in it. It's like a closet. It's very tiny. But we all, we explained that it's also right on the main portion of of main street and park city. It's yeah. super expensive there. We're, we're certain of it. Um, so, and, and so Jen's assistant supposedly, not supposedly, I, we saw it on tape. Yeah. Saw it on tape. Took a purse and then uh, returned it later. Yeah. Shop looked at the purse and returned it the next day. And she was really pissed that, that Jen, Jen yeah, still employed, employed that person. And it's hard to imagine somebody who would be stolen from and then um, would not fire them. Yeah, I think that's really bizarre that that happens. But yeah. anyway, uh, so Jen Shaw today, you guys, this is why I brought it up. She tweeted that uh, Meredith is a liar <gasps> and that that didn't happen. And then she made fun of the size of her store. Oh, my God. But it's on film. They yeah. released the film. You guys, we saw the video. I'm not sure how Jen Shaw has the gall. But you know what? Maybe that is oh, the new strategy oh. amongst, I won't even mention names. We all know who does the strategy of just deny it and act like it never happened. And yeah. then it didn't. Uh, yeah. yeah Somebody big mention. and orange. Yeah. Big, yeah. big, big and orange. Cheeto. Cheeto head. Yeah. Um, so anyway, and then didn't something happen where in the trailer that Meredith says she hired a PI? Oh yeah. In the yeah. previous for next yeah. year. Yeah. So you guys, Meredith totally knows something. Yeah. It's, it's, she knows way more. I said to Amber, she either is the one who told them where to find Jen to arrest her or even more. Po- I think it's just as possible that she suspected Jen was doing something illegal. This investigation has been going on a long time. So I don't believe that Meredith was, was the, you know, was precipitating the investigation, but I do wonder the level of knowledge that Meredith do you, had. Do you think Meredith hired the PI after the whole thing went down with Brooks? Gosh, or in in, in in the time frame, she's like, I'm going to get her because remember, she used to say, don't F with my family. Don't whatever. Yes, and she yes. kept saying, if you mess with my family, you're messing. But, you know, yeah, I, I, there is something to that. Well, as Whitney said, and I'm sure that Meredith is no dummy either. Where was Jen getting all that money? Right. I mean, I think that that was the real question. And she could never explain where she was getting that money. Yeah. And people like Meredith, who who's, you know, she and her husband are both actual business people. She was probably thinking to herself that, yeah, it, it's always, we all thought it was a scam. 
I didn't think it was a scam. I knew it was I, a scam because she I would thought, never talk about it. Nobody understood what she did. If you can't understand what somebody does. Yeah, but you didn't think it was a, an illegal activity. Oh, I, yeah, I did. Didn't. Yes, never I did. One time, mentioned that to me. Yeah, well, in my head, I did. You never once said it to me. I, was, I didn't believe it. I believed that she, at the time, I believed she didn't have the money. I be, I believe that what was not true was her. She was pretending to have money and she didn't. But come to find out, she actually did have money because she was stealing it. Oh my god! So you 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 were saying that a year ago or two, a year and a half ago, you thought she was stealing money. Well, no, I don't think I thought stealing money or not stealing money. I just thought what she's doing is not right. It's illegal. Whatever she's doing, she's doing something scammy. Okay. That's well, all I thought. Well, like Heather said, unsavory. Yeah, unsavory. Okay. But I thought scammy. What did Heather think she was doing? I, I don't know. Because clearly Heather knew that she was doing something that was not I, cool. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to um, well, next week. Oh, one quick, one quick question, I think. And. What, was it Coach Shaw that tipped her off on the phone? Yeah, yeah, I believe that the police. You don't think it was Stu? Oh, gosh, it could have been Stu too. No, but didn't Lisa Barlow say, uh, or no, Heather said? Somebody said later on Watch What Happens Live that it was Coach Shaw. Yeah, I wondered. Yeah, but okay. I don't understand how it could have been him. Just briefly, so they're they're coming to his to her house to get her, and then how does he have the ability to call her and tip her off? I don't know. Maybe it was Stu. I don't know. Did they go to Stu's house first or did they go at the same time? Who yeah, knows? I know. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. She's from Liz and Lehigh, by the way. That was weird. No, it was weird. Like you're feeling bad for Stu. Yeah, it was really weird. Remember how Lisa said Stu's her, her best friend? I'm yeah. like, Stu is Jen Shaw's best friend. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Some white guy who looks like Big Bird is your is Jen Shaw's. <laughs> best friend okay all righty well hey listen we're gonna wrap this one up we've got a lot another one coming down the pipeline next week i'm excited for the rest of the episodes I'm, i can't wait for the cult stuff yeah and we are so glad you joined us with sascast with sarah and amber <laughs>